What is up, True Selfie fam? It's Brooke, your host, and I am pumped about today's topic. But before we dive into what I believe to be a true word from God for you today, I want to let you know that there are plenty ways to support this podcast. What you are doing right now is supporting it just by listening, and I appreciate your listen. But there are other ways to support by sharing on your social media platforms, leaving a star or review from wherever you are listening from, or by financially supporting. Whether it be through clicking the more feature tab, you'll see a link that says support this podcast, which gives you the flexibility to do small monthly contributions as little as 99 cents. You can also support through my website, brookegunther.com by clicking the donate tab where one-time contributions or monthly contributions are accepted through PayPal or by using your debit or credit card. However you support, I appreciate you. Now, let's dive into today's topic. Hey guys, welcome into another week of Drew Selfie. It's Brooke, your host, and I am excited that you all are here today. (laughs) It's Thursday, so it's a new week and a new uh, topic for today, and we're going to talk about something that is... I feel like we'll hit home with a lot of people um, because of the culture that we live in. Um, So there's a song that is one of my, it has been one of my favorites for a couple of years. Um, And it's one that like when I hear it, it just like, it speaks to me because it's something that we have to be constantly reminded of. Um, And the title of the song is called When I Lock Eyes With You. And it just talks about you know, when we are truly focused on God, um, one, we see who we are, you know, we see our potential, we get a kind of heaven perspective on on certain situations. And, um, it's just one of those songs that reminds us of what we need to be focused on. And I think as, um, you know, the day is getting near when Christ is coming back for his church, I think it's something that we have to constantly remind ourselves of is where is our focus? Um, you know, when we are locking eyes with things of this world, um, it's only going to bring destruction. It's only going to be bring chaos. It's going to bring despair, discouragement, depression, and it's truly only when we're locking eyes with our creator that we find our worth. We find um, our plan and our purpose and our calling. And um, it's just kind of that moment where we are gaining perspective from heaven. And, you know, what would you have me do, Lord? And so I want to talk about focus today. And I want um, to kind of just be practical with it because. Um, I think that it's one of the, the enemy's tactics in our culture today with just like the busyness of just being on the go, you know, all the time, you know, we think about just different ways that the enemy can distract us because if he can distract us and get us, um, not focused on kingdom things and on godly things, um, and on righteousness and on things of, you know, purity and all of that, if he can distract us, um, you know, God's plan and his purpose is not going to be fulfilled. Um, and so, you know, with just like having kids, you know, being a mom and, and having three kids and 
two of them that are just busy, busy, busy right now. Um, even Easton is like a busy, but in, a, in another way, <laughs> um, they're just pulling on us. You know, the, the way that sports are right now is absolutely insane. Um, just constantly, you know, people being in, in travel ball and, and, you know, having all of these things that we have to commit to, um, you know, with one, just with one kid and let alone if you have two or three or four, um, there is just a way that the enemy is just pulling on family units, pulling on moms and dads and kids. Um, we see that in sports. We see that in social media, pulling our focus off of things, you know, how many times I know I am one that has done this so much, but you know, your, your intentions are pure. You know, I am going to, um, spend some time with God. I'm going to pull up a scripture on my phone and then it's like the phone just like pulls you in. And then you're like, your intent is to go and look up a scripture and then it's like you somehow find yourself on somebody's Facebook wall or <laughs> scrolling Instagram reels and you just get sucked in and it's you've lost your focus and you're distracted. The enemy has caused um, some distraction in your life. You know, some of us are walking in a life with Christ and and we're going to church and we, we made the decision, you know, I'm going to go to church and I'm going to get, you know, back on the path. And then, um, there's just something that happens, you know, something, somebody wants to make a last minute, um, appointment or, you know, so there's just something that comes in and gets in the way and the enemy gets us distracted. And I want to speak to that because, um, you know, it's, it's a relevant thing. And I, I heard this, um, prophetic message given, I don't know, it's probably been three or four months ago. Um, that someone that I, you know, that I have a lot of faith in, <laughs> I think pro- prophecy is one of those things that we really have to have that spirit of discernment to make sure that what I believe in prophecy and I believe that God can speak prophetically, um, through, you know, his people. Um, but I do believe that there are some people who just go crazy with it and we really have to have that spirit of discernment that the Holy Spirit gives us. But this is someone that I've heard and I have, um, you know, a credibility or I don't even know if that's a great word to use, but, um, I have a lot of faith in, and I believe that their walk and their talk is, is truly, um, kingdom minded. And so they, um, had received this prophetic message from God and it basically said, um, you know, to tell my people to stop gazing at the deep darkness and to look at me. And I get, oh my gosh, I got goosebumps just like even saying that to stop gazing at the deep darkness. And, you know, when we think about the darkness, um, we can look anywhere in today's society and see darkness really everywhere. Um, but like, I started to think about that and I'm like this image of, in my head popped in of just like, um, you know, people staring deeply at their cell phones and that there was like a, almost like I don't even know if it's, um, you know, hypnotized, you know, how like 
you would see it on like cartoons of being like people being hypnotized and like that thing just like swinging from left to right but that 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 like gaze in the eyes towards our phones and how that is a deep darkness our phones are filled with darkness and i began to see just like this um, broad scope of the world really and how um, you could see the world but then you could see like individual like homes like houses and you could see um, everybody just like staring down into this like almost this hypnotizing kind of like force towards the cell phone on our smartphones and um, you know God was just like looking over the world and, and all of his people were just gazing into the darkness. And it's so funny because I heard that a couple months ago. And then, um, I was recently in a, just a service and, and I had someone praying for me and, um, I honestly, I, they, I don't even think they said anything, <laughs> Um, I don't remember them saying anything to me and like, pr- like normally when people pray for you, they like come up and they're like actually like praying out loud. Um, but this wasn't the case. Um, this was just someone not even speaking anything, but I could feel their presence cause my eyes were closed. Um, but I could feel their presence like next to me and all they did was they took their hands and they, you know, put them around my, my cheeks and my jaw bones and they lifted my head up. And to where I was looking upward and my face was just like, you know, facing towards heaven. And I don't even know like how long that that person was there. (laughs) They never said anything. It was just like, I don't know. It was just like a weird feeling that, you know, you could almost feel like God was just like, look up at me. You know, you've lost, you've lost focus. Fixed your gaze on me. And I was reminded of this message and of this prophecy of, you know, tell my people to stop gazing at the deep darkness and tell them to look at me. And I would just begin to think about, you know, our focus. And when we lock eyes with Jesus and we, we gaze upon our heavenly father, not only do we find, you know, encouragement and, and worth and we just gain a heavenly perspective and things that you know, may appear to the world as being chaos and, and storms. And we gain a different take on it when we're locking eyes with our savior. And I wanted to read, um, out of, I believe it's Philippians, it's Philippians three, 14 through 21. And I want to read it to you, um, because it's something that God has dealt with me about. And like, I always try to make my podcast and vulnerable and open and transparent with you guys and that in hopes that you know you guys will gain some type of um revelation or something you know good from it but it says this um 14 it says i press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of god in christ jesus let those of us who are mature think this way And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that also to you. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. In verse 17, brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example 
you have in us. For many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly and they glory in their shame with minds set on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I love this because it's keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. Um, Keep your eyes on the right things. Keep your eyes on those who are walking, you know, God's walk. This uh, was a complete revelation for me and God literally spoke to me when I was reading that. Um, And he basically told me like, you know, Brooke, you have to keep your focus on me and you're, you're gazing at your phone. You're gazing at things that don't matter. You're gazing at, you know, people on Instagram and I'm just going to be like, it's a literally a practical thing that that's what I love about God is that he's, he can be practical. He can literally tell you like, stop doing this because it's not helping you. And that's basically what he told me today. He was like, listen, girl, you are spending way too much time of your time on Instagram following people that aren't walking the life that I've called them to. And some of them with tears in my eyes, you know, they claim to walk that way, but they're not walking that way. And I can't let you continue to follow them, continue to watch them, continue to gaze upon what they're doing because it's going to distract you. It's a practical thing today. It's going to distract you. And some of you may have that conviction that God gave me today, or some of you may have a conviction in other areas of your life. You know, you can't keep keeping, you can't keep your eyes on success. You can't keep your eyes, you can't keep focused on, you know, a dollar amount. You can't put your focus on your health. You can't put your focus on your children. You can't put your focus on your marriage. Like those things are great and in and of itself, but at the end of the day, we have to have our attention fully on Christ Jesus. Um, you know, he's where our help from our help comes from. Um, you know, we lift our eyes to where our help may come from. And, and so I, um, I want to read it just so in a, in the message version, because I feel like there was something that was really powerful. Um, let's see. So, so let's keep focused on the goal. Those of us who want everything God has for us. If any of you have something else in mind, something less than total commitment, God will clear your blurred vision. You'll see it yet. Now that we're on the right track, let's stay on it. Stick with me, friends. Keep track of those you see running the same course, headed for the same goal. I love that because we have to keep our eyes on people, on things that are on the same track as us. As our, Our goal in life is 
obviously to get to heaven, but to get as many people to go to heaven with us. And we as Christians have to keep our eyes and our focus on things and on people that are on the same track as as us and a lot of you may be listening and you may have to cut some relationships you may have to you know back out of some things you may have to say no to some things because your focus is getting your vision is getting blurred um and you're not you know living the way that god wants you to live and so um my heart and my you know my my soul just wants, it, honestly, we just want to please the Lord. I just want to live a life that is pleasing to God. And um, some of us have to just say no to things. Some of us have to say no to relationships. Some of us have to say no to following certain people. I went through today and I unfollowed um, some people, not because they're bad. They weren't, they weren't, you know, saying anything bad. They weren't showing me anything bad. Um, they, they're great people. And that's the hard thing sometimes is they're great people. But are they hindering me? Are they making me be distracted? Am I getting distracted? Am I getting off course? Are they affecting me in some way that I can't um, fully operate and be confident and walk in the plans and purposes that God has for me? Because if it's causing me to get distracted, I have to say no. If it's causing me to not walk out the plan that God has for me, I have to say no. And I love it in Ephesians. If um, you have your Bible, if you want to look at it um, later, Ephesians 5.11, it says, Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. Take no part. Have no fellowship um, in unfruitful things. Um, if you're spending time and that's I think that's where we can like evaluate ourselves maybe you're like Brooke I hear you you know you maybe I'm like for me it's it's my phone I'm very I get very distracted on my phone and I have to unfollow people I need to turn it off I need to set boundaries on my phone um but for someone else it may not be your phone it may be um relationships it may be Um, and maybe your job, you know, is your job providing, is it doing things that are unfruitful in your life? Um, it may be relationships. It may be, and it could be anything. Take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. So anything that you're, you're spending time doing, and that's where I think you can ask yourself, you know, what am I focused on? You know, I don't know what I'm focused on. What are you spending time doing? What are the things that take up your schedule? Look at your calendar. Look at your schedule. What are the things that are taking up a majority of your time? Because those are the things that you're putting your focus on. Um, And are they producing fruits of the spirit? Are they producing peace in your life? Are they producing joy? Are they producing love, faithfulness, self-control, gentleness? Are, Are those the things that are coming out of what you are spending time on. If you're on social media and you're finding yourself um, focused on that and what you're feeling is discouragement, (laughs) depression, um, you know, not feeling worthy, comparing yourselves, then that is not a fruitful work. And so in that case, you may have to take no part in it. Like Ephesians 5, 11 says, take no part in the unfruitful works of darkness. And I love it because it says, but instead expose it. The things that are being unfruitful in your life that you're 
take that's taking all of your time and energy you have to expose it you have to call it out for what it is i can't do this because this is god's will for my life i can't partake in social drinking because this is God's will for my life. I can't get into a relationship with this person because it's unfruitful and it's causing things that aren't fruits of the spirit. And that's where we have to take our focus. There are a lot of people that are um, Christians, but are they're really just not producing a life of fruit. And it boils down to you know, what is your focus? What are the things that you're, you're spending your time on? Um, you know, with the phone, it's really hard because it's a part of culture. And, you know, there are times when me and Jesse talk about it all the time, because we actually were out, uh, at a restaurant this past week and we saw some people that we knew and I loved it because they're a younger couple and, um, they had their cell phones put together on the table set away from them so they could have a meaningful conversation and be in the moment. And I was just like, that is so powerful. And, and then we look at, you know, even we've been on, like we've been in, we, we, we have been with, um, certain families and, and just different over the years, um, where we've been out to dinner or we've been even in church sometimes. And we just see people on their phones. And I'm like, it's so hard because they are so um, time consuming and they just have this ability to pull you in into this space and and get your focus off of things that matter. Relationships with people matter. Um, being in God's house and feeling his presence and giving him your all matters. Um, we have to get to the point where we are focused on God. What is it that God wants for our lives? How can we walk out our path and do it all for God and keep our focus and keep our eyes locked on him? I don't know. It's just, it's something that's been on my heart. It's been on my mind. Um, and so that was just a real, a literally a real practical way this week that God dealt with me about my focus. He's like, Hey, you literally have to unfollow some people. Because when you are on there, they're pulling you, they're distracting you, they're telling you things that you don't need to hear. And at the end of the day, I'm just like, you know, God, take everything away. You know, I don't, all I want is you, you know, that's our heart. And God, I I want everything that you have for me. And my focus needs to be fully on you. Um, So I just challenge you this week. I challenge you as you're you know, looking at your schedule and you're looking at, you know, where you spend your time, what are, you know, when you have a down moment, what do you do? Do you pull your phone out? Do you, um, do you go hang out with friends? Do you, you know, fill the void with love, whatever it is, um, ask yourself and, and honestly pray and seek the Lord and just say, you know, God, what are the things that I need to step away from? What are the things that are that are pulling on me and, and making it to where I am not living a fruitful life. I want to live a life that is fruitful. I want to live a life that, that is bearing fruit for everyone around me to just, you know, see, you know, the love that you have for me. And so I don't know y'all, that's kind of where I've been. I've, I want to lock eyes with him. You know, I want those moments to where 
I lock eyes with Jesus and everything that was a worrisome, everything that felt, you know, overbearing or overwhelming or hopeless, you know, when I lock eyes with Jesus, it all makes sense. You know, he is my obsession. He is the thing that I crave. He is the thing that I need in my life every single day. Um, so just shift your focus. You know, if your focus isn't where it needs to be, hear the words of your friend here today. Um, hear me when I say I've been there. (laughs) Um, and you know, just do look in the mirror, you know, you know, God, what clean me, clean me out, whatever's not like you clean me out until everything that's inside of me is what you want it to be. Um, I don't know. I hope that spoke to you today. Um, I love you guys so much and I'm so thankful that you're here listening. If you need prayer, if you need anything, um, you can obviously reach out to me. You can go to my website, brookeunther.com and there is a connect tab that you can, you know, send prayer requests. I get them that way. Um, you can, you know, share your heart with me, um, ask questions, that's what I'm here for y'all. And I love you guys so much. I hope you have a phenomenal weekend. Um, I can't wait to chat with you guys next week. Um, share this with someone and I hope you have a blessed week.